Hello, everybody. I am the CEO of IRK, and you are watching the best show in the world, Retrobus. Let's go. Hey guys, it's Friday, so it's time for the Retro Buzz, the show that talks about everything that has to do with, well, retro video games, console, arcade, you name it. But we talk about the new stuff too, except when we have this. Oh, oh, I got me some PW stickers, but they're worthless. They're not his current logo. Now we get them. Snap it to his 7K PW's arcade loft today. That, ladies and gentlemen, is Mr. Glenn Planamento <laughs> in his Hall of Arcades. And, uh, yeah, here we've got... Uh, How do you follow that up? I, I, mean, I don't even know what to do after, no, after what, that one. What do like, you say? What do you say? Although he do? does have a point. <laughs> like, P-Dubs Fire sold those stickers out to everybody right after he changed his logo. So it's like, hey, here's something that's automatically outdated. Enjoy. Kind of, kind of reminds me of uh, some things like, uh, I don't know, computer companies like to do you know <laughs> do these fire sales and such yeah uh well anyways we have douglas smith youtube.com slash cool toy it's always hard to follow i sh you know glenn i'm gonna start doing you last even though i know you like to be first because we contract. can't follow you up i was getting ready to say put me last i'm in the contract i go second i <laughs> <laughs> how do you follow how do you follow that up I just love that he put it in his contract that he goes second, not first. You would think it'd be <laughs> inverted, but no. He I'm he writes his own greedy. demands. I'm not that greedy, man. This is Glenn Dubs, and I'm okay being number two. <laughs> we have him back in the middle, folks. He has to. Be, we he wanted to be in the middle of the box. We got him back in the middle. Uh, but uh, well, it's great to have you guys with us. Uh, one of the things we want to kind of get into this week. If you guys didn't see it, I know there's a lot of memes that were running around about Mario is dead. That's the end of Mario, right? Uh, I think some people even made some uh, some memes where he was actually dying. But but Nintendo actually took away the Super Mario 35th anniversary this week, which sucks because it was super fun. I it, mean, it was. It's one of those things like that. Yes, they said they were going to do it. So I mean, we all had literally entire year to prepare for this but everyone i think was still in the back of their mind thinking well they're not gonna do it i dare them they're not gonna do it and they did so it's disappointing i played hours and hours and hours of mario 35 enjoyed every bit of it um i've started to go down that rabbit hole of the new replacement but uh i do miss mario 35 what about you glenn did you play any of mario 35 at all I was just about to do it, and they took it down. And that's what Glenn Dubs doesn't like about this DLC type of content, because they can just take it from you. <clears throat> <laughs> I I don't know. I I've, I'm kind of at a loss myself, personally. Um, I, I did play it. I'll be honest. Uh, I played it a lot. My son and I played it. Um, we enjoyed it. Um, I wish they would have kept it, but what they did bring... They brought out Pac-Man 35, and I I didn't know what you guys or thought. 99. Oh, excuse me. Yeah, what are you talking about? Yeah. 99. They, they, they turned that dial up to 11. Yeah, it's it's a lot like, um, it's a lot like Pac-Man or Mario 35. That's why I was getting it kind of mm -hmm. confused. Let's pull this up here. It does remind me of Pac-Man for some reason. Hmm, might be in the name. So I wonder if I'm going to get like a copyright strike here on this or something. Um, uh, Pac-Man's everywhere. It's fine. Yep. But uh, yeah, I mean, it, it has the same kind of core mechanics as Mario 35. You're playing online against everybody simultaneously. Uh, your progress through the game affects other people's games. Uh, you know, you catch the power pellets. You 
eat the blue ghost you go through you try to chain them all together and you send them over there and you know it counteracts what the other person's gameplay looks like it throws uh little ghost things in their way and things that'll slow them down things that'll automatically kill them jam them slow their gameplay down completely i mean it's it's very addictive and very fun and it breathes new life into pac-man which let's be honest it's something that is sorely needing of a, a revamp I tell you, they did put a lot of good play mechanics. I gotta stop talking like this. I'm gonna talk like myself. <laughs> I was gonna say yeah, you're gonna, you're play, gonna be... the play mechanics. The play mechanics is it looks pretty pretty cool. I like how they did that. I like how, like when you get the uh, the ghosts, and you you chomp on them, it gets put on someone else. Like on the Game Boy with Tetris, you're playing with the link cable. You know, you get a, a rat Tetris and it dumps onto the other player, it makes it worse for them. I think that's pretty pretty cool. Um, so it does look like a lot of fun stuff they added into here. So with all the Pac-Mans we have these days to play it. This looks like a nice, fun, refreshing way to go into the game. Well, and, and I think I think that uh, I think it's going to be a hit. But is it is it temporary? Is it something they're just doing it because it was Pac-Man's thirty-fifth, or are they planning on keeping it around? Has anybody heard anything about that? I I would presume they are keeping it around until we get um, what is the inevitable Zelda thirty-five, because this is Zelda's. You know, the Legend of Zelda, the original NES game, it's its 35th anniversary this year. So everyone's automatically assuming that it's going to get equal treatment as Mario did last year. So inevitably, if we see a Zelda 35 type of game come out, obviously Pac-Man 99 will probably have to go by the wayside. Or maybe they just struck a deal with uh, Namco and said, hey, you know, let's keep this forever because it does have paid DLC content. So it is generating revenue for them besides the free game. So uh maybe maybe that's a reason enough for them to leave it on there you know as long as i want now what do you think glenn is this enough for you to open up your switch and actually oh well i guess that's the answer i've thought about it i'm thinking about it but i haven't done it yet still in the box still in its bag and again remember folks free bags at your local supermarket in the vegetable aisle (laughs) <laughs> you're the reason you're the reason that uh that stuff yeah england england doesn't like me right now oh, yeah they're not so, happy with me yeah. i raise, i cost them 25p a bag now so are you ever going to take that thing out of the bag are you gonna, are you going to at least i mean you're a pac-man well, guy i mean yeah, okay if, you know what i'm gonna do it live i'm gonna take it out of the bag okay there. but are I'm you gonna, gonna take it take it out of go. take wait 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 take it out of the package i can i can only do one request man you already made the request i took it out of the bag so oh come on Glenn's playing that long game, so he's like, I don't know if you guys saw in the news, but somebody sold an unopened copy of Super Mario Brothers uh, that was highly crazy. graded, like six hundred and sixty thousand dollars or something like that. So, Yo. Glenn's hoping that you know, right before he dies, Cole <laughs> takes the the switch instead of throwing it out in the yard, puts it up on eBay, and then you know can give him a Viking funeral instead of just throwing him out in the ditch. Although, although what Doug says has some rings of truth in it. I personally think it's crazy, crazy insane that anyone, I don't care how much money you have, maybe it was Jeff Bezos, I don't know, spend that kind of money on the NES card. I'm sorry. That's that's lunacy. I don't care what condition it's in. That's crazy. Whoever you were, we're an idiot. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, things crazy. like that just need to be donated to a museum. I understand that, yep. you know, sh- sure, somebody should have some financial reward to it, but it shouldn't be $660,000. Um, right. That's That's crazy talk. Because it's, it's literally just cellophane. But it's Super That's Mario the difference Brothers. Between it and like a, a, I know it's Super Mario Brothers. It's iconic and everything, but it's also one of the most produced games of all time. So like, right? Yes, it's it's not like a comic book, like where it has so much you know wear and tear on it, and it's been around for eighty years. Granted, Super Mario Brothers has been around for thirty plus years, but it's not like Action Comics One, which survived World War Two and you know went through all these different decades and eras of you know handing over of time it's for something to be that valuable it needs to be a hundred years old for crying out loud it, it was a three dollar parts three dollars in parts for nintendo then licensing fees it's a three dollars I, I can't I, I really it drove me crazy when i saw that i'm like someone was just a complete complete moron i don't care how much money you have you could have bought it for three bucks and donated to charity or donated it to glenn's retro show so i could actually get a real camera and a computer in here <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I just, I, I just, I don't know. I, I guess everyone has their collections. I mean, obviously, Doug, Steve, and myself, we have our own, 
you know, collections here, but I would never spend anywhere close uh, to something like that for, for anything. Sorry. What about you? No, it, would, it, it would have to be like Mario's overalls or something like that. It would have to be something that like was based and has more significant attachment than just being like a, a, a sealed copy. Um, it would have to be, you know, like I said, Mario's overalls, the Mario or something like that to have some sort of more historical significance to it or, you know, things that obviously don't exist. Link's sword, his actual sword. Okay, right. you know, that makes that makes sense, well, even a, though it's a bring, fictitious item. When you bring that up, Atari, back in the day, had a contest, Sword Quest, Earth Quest. Mm-hmm. And, and in those contests, they actually had real prizes. They actually had a, a sword, a real like platinum sword with real emeralds and diamonds and rubies. They had a chalice, they had all the, a shield. They were worth, back in, the, in 77, 78, they were worth like around $250,000 for these items. That, I could see someone spending that kind of money for something like that. That was real emeralds and gold and, and pewter. Uh, $3 cartridge, I, I, how special it is. Because you know what? As pristine as that one is, I guarantee in someone's attic somewhere, there's one in the exact same condition. <laughs> It's just, well, that I, was stupid. That was the funny thing about this story was I, it was in somebody's desk drawer for over thirty years. Like they'd moved around things, and it was a Christmas present that never got given away. But I'm like, first of all, yeah, that's cool that you put it in a drawer for thirty years. But why haven't you opened that drawer in thirty years? Dear God, what kind of hoarder is going on with this? <laughs> well, it could have been a house like Glenn, and you know they could have had double 50, bagging. Uh, that's what I was thinking, and. That's how that's how it kept in pristine condition. And didn't they get it? Um, what do you call that when you graded? Yeah, when you. Yeah. I mean, which is depending on your opinion on those type of things. Some people think grading things is a racket and a scam. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. Others, I'm, I'm you know, think it's an absolute necessity because you know it takes away the objective how good condition things are you get like a, a third party independent company to come in and say hey you know if you guys can't agree on how good you know the condition of this we'll play middleman and we'll give you an official grading why people think that you know should raise the price four times as much as it normally does uh, is beyond me but you know value is always in the eye of the beholder well, I was kind of debating uh, my buddy at the, you remember Michael, he was on the show here. He got an inbox Gen 2 Sega CD. He's selling for 425 bucks, even though I have it. He also got an inbox Virtual Boy for 450 bucks. Wow, that's still a go. lot of money. A bunch of games that are still in the box for Virtual Boy, some that aren't even opened yet. Um, he's got a bunch of other Sega Genesis games and, and even one that I know everybody's excited for that's announced recently for iArcade, and that is Toe Jam and Earl. So I'm really considering yeah. picking that up. Doug, you want to hit that one up? Yeah, so that I mean, that was a, a cool new acquisition that we learned that iArcade signed. Uh, there's no actual, as far as last I checked anyway, ETA on when the game will be available, but it's going to be Toe Jam and Earl. Was it Back in the Groove, I think is the official name? Mm-hmm. It, it is the newest version of Toe Jam and Earl, so this is not the... Uh, original Sega Genesis classic that most of us grew up and know and love. Um, this new game just came out in 2019. Very fun game. Very, you know, true to form, back to basics type of gameplay. Very 90s on the nose <laughs> references and just crazy off the wall antics and things like that. Like, if you're a product of the 90s, you will appreciate this game and you already probably do appreciate the Toe Jam and Earl franchise. But to be able to play this on the arcade is great. I'm super excited about it. Uh, again, it kind of speaks to the versatility of the IRK platform, whereas they're able to get more newer, advanced, modern games on the platform where other companies really can't do that without some sort of connectivity with a PC or a streaming device or something like that. What yeah, about, I, I what about you, Glenn? It's really cool. Well, it's really cool. I told you I'm an Earl. I mean, it's, it's totally a 90s game, at least the, the, you know, the first two, but an enjoyable game. So it's kind of cool, like Doug said, that IRK is able to, you know, get us on the platform, the machine's capable of running it. I think it'll be a really cool addition. I'm, I'm dying to see how it plays, because I did like the uh, Toe Jam and Earl, well, the first one anyway. I thought it was fun. Some of the guys here in the chat are saying, Home Run by IR Arcade. Um, well, no, the Virtual Boy wasn't unwrapped. I want to stress that. It was the games that were unwrapped. Uh, it was just complete in box on that. 
I'm excited. Toe Jam and Earl was one of my favorite games for Sega Genesis uh, growing up. Um, and so I, I've been looking forward to when, when I heard him make that announcement, um, I was really excited. But what I was disappointed about, and maybe I missed it somewhere, and I've had some tech challenges here in the studio uh, but uh, and some stuff for work. I didn't hear when there was a release for that. Does anybody he, know? He gave it. He oh, yeah, say. I was about to say, I don't think there is one at this moment, but uh, you know, soon. The famous last words, expect it soon. <laughs> I'm still waiting for Retro Mania on the iArcade. I want that. I, hear I want ya. that. I want yeah. that. If anyone has not seen Doug's, what he did to his, you need to go over to his, his channel. Doug, can you show it? Is it in that room right now? Your, your it Mania is. I, I would have to like drag it over here. Though. I can pull up the YouTube video if you want to kind of talk about it. But it's beautiful <sighs> what he did there. I'm, I'm promoting you. You're not promoting it. I'm promoting <laughs> I was about you. to say, you're going to try to make me promote no, myself, no. which is something I don't want to do. <laughs> on, but one other thing I have to say on top of that, what's your favorite pinball? Oh, here we go. How many times did I answer this question? I tell you and I tell you and people just don't listen. Ninja Turtles, basic fun. Uh, oh, I, heard, someone I, has... I heard some sad news. I heard some sad news about basic fun, by the way. Uh -oh. I'm understanding they're not going to be making any new tiny arcades other than the, the ones they have out now so that's kind of a bummer yeah i mean it is a bummer it's also kind of not shocking too because i feel like they've already kind of like checked the boxes of like the top 50 highest selling arcade games and releases and most popular titles already so it's like you really start getting down into the weeds you're already a niche product so from a business standpoint it probably makes oh, here we sense. go talk to us about this bad boy doug yeah well you know i, I was feeling frisky and i decided just to tear my iArcade all the hell um i i really just wanted to commemorate the fact that the, us three amigos are in this game and i'm a, a wrestling fanboy plus i love action figures so i was like hey let me incorporate all that so i got some custom artwork made slapped it on my arcade put in my favorite hap il euro stick joysticks and buttons that i you know can't live without even though it was a pain in the butt to actually get them in there and it was way more work than i suggest anybody does and then I incorporated a retro Hasbro wrestling ring in there to, you know, start setting up my action figures, my old school retro action figures in there because it meshes well with the aesthetics and, you know, the character design of Retromania as a whole. And I'll agree with you. The control panel area is very, very tight. So kudos to you for getting those in there. And he, yeah, it and was, he was, one it of, was a knuckle buster for sure. And, and you've successfully voided your warranty and oh, made, 100%. And made everybody gripe. And <laughs> No, it does hey, look I good, mean, though. It, it looks really yeah, good. Yeah, I mean, it's one of those things that I was upfront about. I was like, hey, don't do this. As soon as you open this, you void your <laughs> warranty. Um, I, I'm adamant, and I, and I don't like the fact that just simply opening the control panel, even to do something as small as change out your restrictor gate on the joysticks, the stock joystick is going to void your warranty but then again it's like i said that stock pcb is in there so i understand why they would kind of put that hesitant or yeah. that reservation in place because even just nicking it with a screwdriver the wrong way you, you kill your arcade right out of the gate so and i don't like it but i understand you. it i'm gonna agree with you because you obviously know that i mod a lot of stuff and i was gonna put my tron joysticks in there to do a whole bunch of things it's designed very well so I'll say it again it's designed very very well but when you get in there <laughs> And you get that bottom off and you start looking at the PCB in there. Uh, I took it apart. I did. But it's it's not something I would say I would recommend, especially if it's in warranty. If you want to wait till right. after it's warranty, that's fine. But one mm -hmm. other note, what Doug did on the bottom half is fine. That's not voiding your yeah. warranty. It's going no, into the that... control panel area. That's going to void the warranty. Yeah, and that's yeah, what Mike What Mike I did said. there was I just installed everything kind of like bass backwards and uh, put my kick plate in the back and took the back panel off and kind of opened it up and just took one of my panels and made a faux shelf and voila display case but you know what like mike's saying here he says probably the most expensive part of that mod was the actual hasbro ring that you yeah. put on it and i actually just <laughs> sold mine to michael believe mm -hmm. it or not i sold it mm -hmm. because mine was in pretty bad shape it, well he restored it got new ropes for it and everything like that and i just I didn't care. I was like, eh, time for something new, you know? So yeah. I think, Doug, you did spend a pretty penny on that, didn't you? 
Well, yes and no. So like, uh, like I mentioned to you guys privately, like that, that's not a actual Hasbro ring. I think it's actually a Mattel retro reissue that came out in like 2019, oh. for like $9. But because it's so desirable and it's basically a cookie cutter, you know, copy of that old Hasbro ring and it hasn't been made in a couple of years, even the freaking reissue is going for like $175 on eBay right now. <laughs> Of which I made the mistake of looking it up just out of curiosity as I was opening it. I was like, well, son of a gun. Paid $9 for it. Could have sold it for 170 something but oh well, I don't care. I'm, I'm not a toy scalper anyway. My wife yells at me all the time. I buy toys and she's like, well, how much do you pay for that? I'm like, well, how much did I pay for it versus how much it's worth? And she's like, well, if it's worth more than you pay for it, you should sell it. And I'm like, I, I always have a crisis of conscience with this. It's like, yes, I technically should be fiscally responsible and if something is fetching five times the msrp <laughs> value i should probably sell it but i don't i put it on a shelf and added i admire it with loving eyes so and i'm going to suck both these guys into one thing real quick here as well since i know both these guys will buy it, and i actually may buy this myself which is the optimus prime self-transforming robot that was just announced it's seven hundred dollars oh. but it is too cool not to get yeah. it I, I have literally spent all day talking myself out of this. And it, yeah. it's funny, too, because, like, I got a glimpse of the precursor to this at CES, the last CES that we were able to go to, um, because the company that actually made, made this for Hasbro is a company called Robeson. So they had this on display in its primitive form, and it looked, even then, like 90% like Optimus Prime. And I remember talking to the person, I was like, Y'all are going to get sued by Hasbro. I'm like, it's super cool and everything what it does, but I'm like, <laughs> you don't have to be, you know, super smart or a toy nerd to recognize even the silhouette. I'm like, that looks like Optimus Prime. And they're like, yeah, we did that on purpose. So there you go. They were, they were sowing the seeds and, you know, trying to set that connection to get this started. So two years later, um, it's even bigger than I, what I saw at CES because that original model was like 12 inches tall and it was like $500 then. But now... It's got more bells and whistles. It's taller. It's got an app that makes it do all sorts of more crazy, ridiculous things. But yeah, $700, a lot of money. But who doesn't want a self-transforming Optimus Prime that you can tell what to do and it rolls out, transforms. It even dabs for crying out loud. Wow. Yeah, I thought it was really cool that the the second one in the series is going to be the self-transforming uh, Megatron that actually shrinks. It goes full size and then, and then it shrinks down to a little gun. That'll be, oh, that'll be cool. cool. So we have to go back to we have to go back to your build, Doug, because P Dubs no. gave a super chat and he says, "I still think oh, Doug." Here? Yeah, he says, "I still think Doug accidentally built his uh, built his <laughs> arcade backwards." And when he realized it, he said, "Oh man, either reassemble it or leave it the way it is." Which I, I totally remember commenting to P Dub because he said a similar thing on my video post. That is not completely out of the realm of possibility it didn't happen but <laughs> my wife will tell you i'm notorious i'm the guy that doesn't read instructions like i open things i'm like oh instructions whoop throw it over the shoulder i'm the guy that wants to always figure it out himself and a lot of times that has disastrous results but that's just my personality i, I want to try to do as much as possible on my own before i like wave the white flag and say i need help <laughs> well let's let's Real talk about don't use instructions that's well-known fact mr doug <laughs> Glenn Dubs doesn't read instructions. Dubs says, "Oh, LOL, I knew it." Let's go back real quick. Let's because we were talking about Pac-Man thirty, uh, Pac-Man ninety-nine, but we were also talking about how um, Nintendo killed off Mario thirty-five. But let's talk about Super Mario All Stars now. Everybody was gearing up for Super Mario All Stars and and buying it and. Um, you know, Nintendo came out in the beginning and said it was going to be a limited edition. You're only going to get it till March 31st. And now, I don't know if you guys seen it on eBay, but the scalpers want like $10,000 to $50,000 for this copy. It's because people misinterpreted that statement. So people were acting like on, uh, you know, March 31st that Nintendo representatives were going to go to retail stores grab an armload of all those you know mario all-star games throw them in a box throw them in a vault then you never see the likes of them what nintendo's intention was was said hey we're not going to make this game anymore after march 31st that doesn't mean it's just magically going to disappear but yeah anytime you know you have some sort of scarcity whether it be true or false the internet's always going to take advantage people are going to try to 
fleece the market and yeah you got people you know driving up this crazy price like look at that five hundred dollars 47 watchers no one's well, gonna buy that but there's 47 well, people that are like i wonder if somebody will buy it 10 yeah, grand watchers. 10 grand um, somebody everybody's huddled around waiting to see if some idiot buys it yeah because i mean you can still get it there's a, a here's fifteen thousand. there's still spots in here that you can buy for 52 bucks unopened yeah. Um, I have a copy. It's it, it's open, but I have a copy here. Look, it's forty five thousand dollars. You're crazy. This this is how insane all this stuff is. That's so a bargain. That's a bargain. But, I mean, I heard Super Mario One was going for six hundred sixty thousand dollars. So right. why why is forty five thousand dollars out of the realm of possibility? Well, I'll sell you everything I got in my room right now. Get forty five grand. Come to my house. You can take everything I got. Seriously, that's crazy. Well, that's what I, that's what I'm saying. Like, and Nintendo came out and said, in in response to this, I saw that they didn't say they weren't ever going to make this game again. They just said that, you know, it may or may not come back in a real a, a remake. You know, a repackaged. Yeah. A, 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 yeah, it's not going to be the same copy, but those games would be re released in some form of fashion. Um, either way, it's still going to be valuable, and I'm debating whether I should just buy one sealed. But then I go back to kind of what you said about um, this isn't a museum, and nobody's really going to pay for that, really, I mean, to be honest. Yeah. Unless you have a situation where you can make stupid amounts of money, thousands and thousands of dollars, yeah, just open the damn thing and enjoy it. Well, and, and that's it. That's, that's where I'm at. Well, you would put it in a bag <laughs> even two. if it's in plastic. You'd still put it in a bag. Of course. That's what the plastic's for, to protect the plastic. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> J.S. Gilbert in the chat room, he goes, well, for $45,000, he says, I'll do all the voices for you in person. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say, you should definitely, like, for $45,000, you ought to have an entire ensemble cast, you know, reenact the entire Mario game for you. <laughs> for real. Like, I, I don't know where these guys are coming up with these. I mean, because... The the market's been saturated. What, what did Nintendo sell like three over three million or three oh, billion easy. copies of this or something like that? Yeah, it's not scarce. Yeah, it's it's, it's not, scarce. not scarce. I mean, maybe maybe fifty, maybe even eighty years down the road, maybe it'll be scarce to find something because people destroyed them or whatever. By that time, everything's all digital. So yeah, physical media will be scarce. Right. I bet it'd be dead by then. You probably will. We'll have all your collection in our in our house. Yeah. As long as you got it, man. That's all I care about. <laughs> good, good homes, guys. You'll go to good homes. But I, I, you know, I did, I thought about just, when I bought my physical copy, I thought about just leaving it in the package. I bought my son one. Um, but I was like, and then I was just going to buy the digital copy and play that. And I was like, you know what? No, I'm not going to support the digital movement. I'm just going to buy the physical copy. That's it. Um, Bravo, sir. Good choice. Yeah, even limited run games when they come out with Retromania, I'm gonna buy mm -hmm. the physical copy. Yeah. Right now, I have yeah. to have the digital in order to play the game. Yeah, that's, that's your only choice. Yeah, and it's cool. It's cool seeing us in the crowd and seeing other YouTubers in the in the crowd in some of the um, arenas. But for me, I I want that physical copy because just like Sony, we did you guys see with the PlayStation Four shutting down? I know we were kind of in between shows. Mm -hmm. We didn't have that. People are upset because Sony's yeah. like pretty much if you download your game and you delete it, well, so sorry, so sad, too bad. Yeah. You're you're screwed. Been warning you guys, been warning you guys, been warning you guys. Yeah, that's that's the thing. Like I you can't get too upset because the writing has always been on the wall with this stuff. If you embrace digital only content, you're gonna have those negative consequences down the line, whether you have hard drive hard drive failure that you're not able to re-download the game or they pull the servers down eventually yep. you're just not going to be able to enjoy those games right yep yep and you know you get bored of it today come back in a year or two or three years oh, i want to play the game can't can't and that really grinds glenn's gears next to kathleen <laughs> kennedy is this type of thing they shut down the servers and all the money you spent i mean it's your it was your money and guess what you don't really own it they own your money and they still own the game and the content and when they do something like that you're screwed so one thing I want to I want to kind of talk about before we go into I know Doug there was a, another story that you wanted to kind of get into but I I wanted to talk about because we didn't have a show last week because it was Good Friday, um, but Arcade One Up started shipping out their Mortal Kombat uh, cabinets, and I had seen some posts of people where the control deck sits lower 
than the sides. And guys were saying it wasn't it wasn't comfortable to put their hand. In. I mean, it was almost like a quarter of an inch that mm-hmm. it sat below that. Where the other style, the the uh, the control decks actually lay top. down on top. Right. So then today, somebody posted a picture on social media that the buttons are backwards on that beautiful asteroids cabinet that everybody's been tempest oh i'm sorry tempest you're right tempest Mm -hmm. everybody's been clamoring because they want that cabinet because it looks even you glenn you were saying yeah i I could play missile command like this sure so that's fine what is going on hand-eye coordination that hand dexterity what's going on over an arcade one-up world like it seems like Things aren't getting better. They're getting worse on these cabinets, and guys uh, are getting upset. No, they're getting well, irritated. I, what happened to that quality control? What happened to the these guys they're bringing in to make sure everything's being done right? Uh, it's not happening. It's not working. I I can't believe that's a beautiful cabinet. Me and Doug were both drooling over this cabinet. I think it's a gorgeous looking machine. For I them. was thinking about getting it for mine too, and I'm not really yeah. a huge Tempest fan, yeah. but it looks nice. I have looks no nice. room. It, it would call again. Would be on the lawn or something. I had to get it, but now that that control panel is backwards, I don't want to. I, it's just you know, it, it it shouldn't happen. It shouldn't happen. That's a very basic thing. Now again, the machine's not released yet. Maybe it's a pre-production thing. Maybe they're going to fix it. But they're releasing photographs. I get people looking at it, going, "What the hell?" Yeah. It's it's not yeah. it's not good, Doug. No, I mean the thing that worries me and kind of frustrates me the most about that entire situation was. Uh, see, it's been several months since they announced the Legacy Edition cabinets and everything. And even then, we saw the photos. People made comments. My One of my number one gripes was the Street Fighter, the Capcom Legacy one. I said, hey, the cabinet design, you know, the aesthetics and everything looks great. I don't understand why you're using championship control panel graphic instead of the actual artwork that should belong on that original Legacy Street Fighter 2 cabinet. I'm like, you've got plenty of time to change the graphic. There's no reason you can't tell me that it was a, a licensing issue because you actually are using the original art that should go on the control panel on the riser itself. So the art is available. So I don't know why they're using it. And it made it all the way shipped to customers and you know never got changed. Same thing with the Tempest. We've seen these same mock-up photos since the day they first got announced. They had plenty of time, in my opinion, in my eyes. Obviously, they could have already started the manufacturing process back then. But... In my eyes, they had time to change things like the inverted reverse controls, and it yep. didn't happen. So that just like, why not? This is again back to low hanging fruit stuff. Like the control deck sunken down, you could argue it two ways. You could say, yes, that is technically accurate to something like a dynamo cabinet, which is correct. But a dynamo arcade full size cabinet has a much wider you know, area for resting your arms and your hands, so you're not gonna be rubbing the side of your hand up against the, you know, the, the walls of the arcade itself. Arcade one up, obviously a much smaller form factor, so it is gonna be a little bit of an issue to have a recessed control deck, and then you're gonna be rubbing your hand up and against that. And then the lack of, you know, a recessed angled screen, like that was one thing Arcade 1-Up said, hey, we, we recognize we had an issue in Gen 1 with our angle of our screen uh, not mm-hmm. being optimized. So they updated new cabinets and said, all right, you know, moving forward, we're going to tilt it back a little more, give it a more visually pleasing angle, which is great. Everybody was positive about that. And then they did a step backwards with the design again. They said, well, let's, let's stop angling it. And I'm just like, I don't understand why some of these choices are being made. Um, Cause like I said, it's the old adage of two steps forward, three steps back. Well, like l- they, l- they do so many things to improve and they also shoot themselves in the Well, foot. let me ask you guys going along with that logic, Doug, uh, the comment here in the chat room by uh, Brian here, he wants to know, he says, Hey, has, has double dragon been confirmed on the killer instinct cabinet with battle toads? And I believe it was, but why would you take a game like Double Dragon that could be a standalone cabinet itself. You could put the trilogy on it, even though I, was, I get I it. I was under the impression it was Double uh, Double Dragon and Battletoads, which is a separate game, not okay. Double Dragon. Okay. Yeah. I thought it was all, I thought when they showed the prototype, that was my bad. So mm-hmm. why, again, I understand Double Dragon 3 was probably the worst game of the Double Dragon series. I get that. I, I personally, I'm a, I'm a Double Dragon 2 fan myself, Just just throwing that out there. Why wouldn't you do like a Double Dragon 2 cabinet, put that awesome artwork that was on the front of the box, make that a cabinet and put all three on it for the trilogy, 
and give it to the guys that want them in their game rooms. Like, why would you, why would you pair it with Battletoads? Because I think I would even take a Battletoads cabinet. I really would. Mm-hmm. I mean, part of it is, you know, that behind closed doors licensing things. Um, one thing that some people may or may not know is they had tried originally to pitch a Double Dragon cabinet. Um, people that have been around long enough to remember uh, the glorious NBA Jam cabinet inside of a trailer back at CES type of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, right next door to it was a Double Dragon cabinet. Everyone was fixated on the NBA Jam cabinet, but there was a Double Dragon machine there so they could have their licensing meeting. So at some point, it was conceptualized, prototyped, and pitched. Why they chose to go a different route, you know, there could be a million answers to that we'll never technically officially know. But they did at some point at least kick around the tires and the ideas of it glenn what's your thoughts pretty much what, what doug said right there. I, I remember again i remember and back then when they when they had the cameras i do remember seeing double dragon in the back i don't know it usually comes down to licensing that's really what it is to be quite honest uh mm-hmm. as far as you know the cabinet designs and and you know i have smaller hands than, than probably most guys you know, i have very delicate hands so for me, paying that type of cabinet wouldn't even bother me, to be quite honest, with the control panel being that close. But I know some people it is. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I still go back to, I thought RK 1UP was bringing people in to, to kind of watchdog and, and make sure that the cabinets are being built in a better fashion. And I, I've even seen some of these uh, Mortal Kombat, these new Mortal Kombat machines where the panels weren't even lining up at all. Like they were very misaligned. So I don't know. I don't know what they're doing over there right now. Hopefully it'll get fixed. But it's been... They've been around three years now, and they've been telling us that they're going to be improving their production, improving yeah. their quality control. And I think overall, like, I'm not going to say they're not. They have gotten better. They really, really have. But I know I still have a support ticket that's over a year and a half old, and I haven't gotten my stuff. You know, and I'm, you know, give up on it. Just live without it. Sometimes maybe that's what they want. Yeah. So, I mean gonna check out what camo says here he says you know tech buzz what's the deal with the new pinball tables on arcade net leaderboards like starship troopers and star trek well i don't really play the ones that are like in the cloud i think there's too much latency on there i mean i'm just gonna be honest after playing 60 frames 1080p with the you know uh, zakaria uh tables and the gottlieb tables i just i don't even bother but let's talk about that for a second I don't know if you guys noticed, uh, or Doug, if you noticed on the latest pinball release from last week or was it the week before, they added some kind of new, in the firmware at games, where it almost almost feels like you got the knock of the solenoid. I don't know how they did that. Did you notice that on playing some of the uh, Zakaria uh, tables, that when you hit it, you sometimes get the ball rolling and you'll hear that knock if you crank the volume, like you get that... That solenoid knock. I don't know how else to explain it. I can't honestly say that I've noticed anything of that similar nature. I, I will say that the Zakaria, Zakaria tables, however you want to pronounce yeah, it, however you say it. it. <laughs> yeah. Um, the acoustics and the, you know, the feedback, if you will, on those tables versus the standard Gottlieb tables is better. Um, like I said, uh, my oh, favorite better. game is Black Belt. Um, the, 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 just the visuals of them, I don't know what it is, the render, the graphics, but um, the Zakaria tables look better than the built-in Gottlieb tables, in my opinion. Uh, the sound is better. I think the Gottlieb tables have like a half a second, or that's probably maybe a, too much of a time reference, but they have some sort of acoustic delay for like the flipper going up and the flipper going down. It, seemed, it just it's, it's enough for your ear to pick up on it, but it's not enough for your, your brain to say, well, this is stupid. This is lag. It's just it's enough to annoy and uh, be a nuisance. But, yeah, I, I will say that, yes, the Zakaria tables, um, the haptic feedback works better on those to me. Yes, I, I agree. Try it. If you haven't updated the firmware, try putting the haptic on 100% because I know they did a lot of work with it. And tell mm-hmm. me if you hear it on certain tables. Like Hot Wheels is one that I play a lot. I, I felt that a lot. And the one circus game, I can't think of it. I think it's on page two or three. Circus? It, it might be. But I always play the newer tables, not the retro mm-hmm. ones. And I'm telling you, a couple of the tables, it sounded, and it, it, it kind of gave the feeling that the ball was rolling. And I don't know if they're just tricking your head. But it had that, that knock that the solenoid would do. Like on a real table, it just it, it caught me off guard. Out. Like I was like, "Whoa!" So wasn't your son under the table? 
Well, that, that very well could have been too. I mean, poor man's <laughs> haptic feedback. Um, anybody else in the in in the chat room? If you're watching this, have you noticed that any of the changes? Now, I know at games delayed this week. They delayed the firmware for the pinball. Um, I think the rumor is it'll be out again next week, and we'll see uh, a new firmware update. But you know, I'm kind of you know I got to give it to at games at this. Uh, they're not rushing the firmwares anymore. If they see something. They pull it back. Yes, I yeah, I have right. to give it to them. I think that was a yeah. smart move. We do appreciate that they're 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 very conscious about making new firmware available, but it's okay to let it cook a little bit longer. Yes, one hundred percent. Like I've I've never understood, and I've never had it explained to me why they were always on that weekly time scale. Like I I don't to me as a consumer and a fan of the products and everything. Like I don't care how often your firmware comes out. It's just as long as it is fully developed and it works and it yeah. does what it says it's going to do like you can take months in between firmware updates i don't care it, it, just do it right yeah your average well, gamer i've been fine by monthly i don't know if i go months but well yeah monthly might have been better than every week because a lot of times when they they rush it to market they introduce some other little glitch that would have been found they did a little more testing on it but again i'm just happy that you know they're they're a company that is constantly improving the product which is still a yep. very good thing well, and and your average gamer says you can yes you can hear it clearly so he's he's hearing it too so okay I'm not going crazy here but again I think it's I think it's something that we've said from day one that 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 have had this pinball table they haven't gotten the audio just right like sometimes the haptics too loud and it buzzes sometimes the speakers are too loud and they're buzzing and and my buddy Shotgun Sean in the chat room he's having a problem with his speakers in the back where they're making all kinds of buzzing noises and, and supposedly can be fixed with, with software. It's not speaker related. Like if he turns the mm -hmm. volume down, I think it fixes it. But these are things that I think since it's a new product, I, th I it's nice to see them trying to do weekly updates with this, but there's going to come a point where they got to step back. Now they're, now they're doing firmware for the gamer, the mini, the, you know, the Oh yeah. They're core. spinning plates at this point. They're, you know, one slows down and starts to toggle and they're like, Oh wait, gotta get get it back. Spin, 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 spin. You know, um, that's what happens when you're implementing a ecosystem, but you're also trying to juggle multiple um peripherals on that ecosystem. So one hell of a circus analogy there, though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> do do love me a good circus minus the torture of the animals <laughs> but i would i would agree with you doug that the the, the, the zakaria tables are so much nicer like the, just the way the ball rolls yeah it, it i always equate it to like a disco ball which sounds like an insult but it really isn't it's just got a nice um you know sparkle to it so Shine, it seems yep. more like it's rolling as opposed to just like pushing and sliding without you know, going end over end type of thing. It actually has a little more, you know, intriguing look to it. So I some lighting effects. So if you mm -hmm. guys haven't pre-ordered it, this isn't a sales pitch for you guys. But if you're on the fence about it, I know At Games is doing, or they did, or they're still going on. I don't know if the sale's still going on. Uh, there was a sale going on where you could get the Zakaria tables. If it's still going on, I encourage you guys if you have the Legends pinball. Or even the Legends uh, Ultimate, if you know, for that, go go get them. Uh, Doug and I it's can honestly say it's a hundred tables for crying out loud. It's a hundred tables, but it, they're great <laughs> tables. Mm -hmm. And even some of them, like for I know Wagner, you're in here, Wagner's Tech Talk. You, if you like the old 50, 60 version table of that, mm -hmm. and and I do on some of the tables too, because that's what I you know I seen in the arcade. They're challenging, and stuff. but you can get the newer version for those guys that want that remake of it and and mm -hmm. uh so there's a lot of great tables and i i'd encourage you guys to get i still haven't gotten through them all i've been playing certain ones and just playing them i still think it's just awesome that you can now have a i don't want to say low cost but a, a reasonably priced entry into virtual pinball tables because they are fun yes. and spending two thousand dollars to get one is is, is a lot yes this is a much you know it's still not pocket change but mm -hmm. I think it's acceptable, you know, and, and mm -hmm. the quality of it's pretty the good. The price of a transforming yeah. Optimus Prime. So. <laughs> oh yeah, I know. Let's. Ah. Mm -hmm. I don't know. So we went from let let's 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 get this timeline right, guys. We went from the full size Optimus Prime, which was going for what a couple hundred thousand dollars. I think that's what. No, no, oh, no. The, it was like the truck, twenty six thousand or something like that. Oh, no, it's twenty six thousand. Yeah. 
So that's Doug's the one. Still D- taking money. That's it. what Doug wanted first. Okay. Yep. Then we went to now the Optimus Prime. That's seven hundred dollars. What's yeah. it gonna be in a couple weeks when they come out with another Optimus Prime? Doug's gonna be like. Well, I mean, the the trend is my price uh, keeps going down. So it started up here <laughs> for the real deal, twenty six thousand. Now we're settling well, for a seven hundred dollar transforming robot. Yeah, a couple I'll weeks, say, I'll though, just settle for the, the twenty five dollar plastic figure. The twenty five thousand dollar one is still a friggin' deal. I mean, well, it was in the movie for crying out loud. Well, I know, Doug. I think this is what you could say to your wife: say, "Hey, it could be worse. I could be asking to get this, and instead, mm-hmm. I'm getting the seven hundred dollar one." Yeah. I mean, she got on to me because I, I jokingly made a, a post on Facebook that I was going to have to start an OnlyFans account to be able to afford my <laughs> toy hobby. And she's like, you're going to run this past my the wife? And I was like, well, yeah, I'm going to run it right past you and not ask. I mean, that, that's, that's, that's how we operate. Oh, boy. I bet you were sleeping on the couch for a couple of days after that. Yeah, I sleep better. She snores. <laughs> No, but it's it's interesting, I, and I know, guys, we haven't really discussed a lot about the arcade space, but there's really not oh, a lot going on. Yeah, this is the lull period. Typically, you know, you right. have those high points. You have yes. uh, right around Father's Day when they got some new cabinets coming out to, right. you know, give gifts to Dad. You get the summertime announcements, which we'll see when we have digital E3, and then, of course, you have your fall Christmas time. So we're still technically in the lull period. Right. It's supposed not... to be outside, enjoying, yes. you know, nature but of course you know we're not quite there yet it's 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 not that these companies aren't innovating it's just that hey they just release new products and i know uh the star the the pinball machines from arcade one up have been shipping and and i'm still Mm. waiting for the price to go down before i get it that's another thing shipping is still a a fiasco and people keep forgetting that we're still in this pandemic like you know a ship turned sideways in the suez canal and people are like oh that's silly that's stupid and they don't realize that truly affected things that yes. put things back yeah. they should not have let because, me steer that boat exactly because glenn put on his captain hat and said you know took a swig of his blue blue stuff i was, and I was just gonna say that I was like, sideways hey look when you're on these big ships they give you the alcohol they walk you put your hand up they put one glenn, in rum right in your hand glenn the stick was to steer the ship not play video games and pac-man with it that's well, not what me, it was for me, to be completely honest, I do have my boating license. I have my license. So oh, that I scares that boat. That scares me even more. <laughs> at the fact that you would yeah, add yeah. that. Like you're driving the boat. Oh, hi, girl. Uh, oh, Jesus, I was smashed. I'm stuck. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So we have an interesting comment here from somebody in the chat room. Uh, I'm going to post it. And I know they didn't mean anything by it, but I just thought it was funny. I wanted to bring it up. You guys from Al. He says, you guys are way too young to appreciate the retro tables. And you're probably right, because we didn't grow up. I didn't grow up in some of the era. We're too young. Hear that? We're too young. We're too young. I was about to say, Glenn will take that as a compliment. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Uh, I I personally am too young to um, know and experience them firsthand other than when I got to, you know, play a lot of them at the pinball hall of fame museum in Las Vegas. But uh, I am, or last I checked anyway, I am the number one person on the leaderboards for the black belt retro table. Uh, so for now, put, uh, for now, but for yeah, now. I put my money where my mouth is. I enjoy those retro tables. Yeah. So, I mean, there's nothing wrong with, like, Hey, we welcome that. Um... <laughs> Look at Glenn. He's, He's de-aged himself 20 oh, years. Oh, boy. See what you started, Al? coming out, and I'm all ready to roll. I'm a kid. I'm see, too young. Uh, see what you did, Al? We appreciate <laughs> the comment, but see what you did? See what you created? It's all your fault. I'm just saying that. I'm, I'm, I'm going to state that. Doug, there was another. Th- there was a third um, story that you wanted to talk about in the list that you showed that you said you caught oh, up this yeah. year. So I'm going to let you take it over for that one. (laughs) Yeah, we're just going to kind of talk about it in passing. Um, So Streets of Rage 4 came out last year. Fantastic follow-up official sequel to the beloved Streets of Rage beat-em-up franchise. Great game. If you haven't played it, definitely play it. It's on, you know, partner every every console and system you can think of. Uh, But it's getting some DLC content, unfortunately. They didn't give a date for the DLC content, but it's going to have new game modes, new playable characters. Three, they only revealed one that showed silhouettes of two others so you'll get you know some more playable characters new stages new game modes all sorts of great stuff it's called mr x's nightmare which is you know appropriate for anybody that's familiar with the streets of rage um, franchise but you know looking forward to it i've personally played through this game on three different systems i enjoy it thoroughly and i'm anxious to play through it again with uh, new eyes and new characters so to speak we've got new moves 
I, I played this game a couple times on the PS4. I played through it. I played through it with my son. I played through it with my buddy of mine, and I played it through solo. It, it, it has a lot of playability on this, and I've unlocked a lot of the retro characters with this uh, that you can, when, when you beat the game on different uh, difficulty levels. Um, my question, Doug, is have you gone through this whole thing on expert or the highest level that you could possibly go through? Have you done that? I've done that once and it was miserable and I'll never I'm do it sure. again. Like, yeah, <laughs> I, I haven't I'm, attempted it yet, but that's next on my list. I will publicly say I purposely 95% of the play, 95% of the time, always purposely play my games on easy. And everyone's like, Oh my God, you play your games on easy. I do too. Gamers like, I don't have enough time to sit there and just grind away. Number one, I play games to relax and enjoy myself, not to smash my head against a controller or a wall and say, oh, this is frustrating. Like, I enjoy a challenge, but I'm not going to put myself through purposeful, you know, torture just to say, I'm a cool gamer because I played it on expert and you're a loser gamer because you played it on easy. Yeah, I played an expert, you loser. Well, and and I want to bring this up here. Dylan James says, "Yeah, maybe Cool Toys number one on pinball table." And Dubs did it on the gamer. I'm I'm looking at the website for all devices. That's the way he plays. He cheats. Oh, that's. I tried to tell you guys true. that. Yeah. Back um, with Legend there is, Center. There's definite advantages to playing in different uh, peripherals see, see, versus the actual pinball tables. But either way, I'm a black belt in real life, so suck it. Yeah. So so the thing with T Dubs is, you know. He's so old, he can't see the ball moving at 1080p 60, which is why he was such a big fan of the Toy Shock when it came out. He didn't need 60 frames because that's all he could see. So that's why he has to go over to the Gamer Mini or the Gamer Pro to play this because it moves slower. And then he can beat you guys a score and then go brag on on his show. Uh, Michael B. told me the inside. I got the inside scoop David, here. So you're yeah. hearing it first. Well, Glenn, it sounds like P-Dubs needs to... You know, borrow your P-Dubs glasses, you know, get some 2020 P-Dubs vision there. <laughs> Don't be talking about how I play my games. I win it fair and square in slow mo. I mean, regular mode. <laughs> no, it, uh, no, we're, we're joking, of course. You know, he doesn't, he doesn't do that. But um, it does, It there is an advantage to playing it. Um, my daughter even said when she was playing it on the Gamer uh, Pro, she's like, wow. She's like, I can't play this anymore after playing the Legends Pinball. It's just too slow. It just, it really is the ball. I call it the floating ball on, on the, uh, the, now it was good at the time because I didn't have the pinball and I didn't know anything. But now when you go to it, it's kind of like, uh, I can't play that anymore. Yeah. It's and no it's longer kidding. an even no, comparison. No. Um, so I think that's, uh, I think that's pretty cool. I think that uh, we're going to see more and more things come. I'm, I'm excited to see if at games can, Get some more licenses for tables to put this on there because, like the rest of you guys, Glenn, I think you said it earlier, um, I'm running out of room. And I'm probably going to donate the Toy Shock um, once the uh, Star Wars comes down in price. I want to get it around like 450 I think that's where the value for me is. For that? I think Was there it's... that replacement board for the Toy Shock? Center? So that's what I wanted to bring up too. So Toy Shock, wherever you guys are, I'll come on me so it's so it's on me saying this. You guys said version 3 board was going to come out early in January. Now, I understand the shipping, but we haven't heard anything. No updates. Nothing. It's been chirp, chirp since November. What's Ooh, going on? Let me, uh, let me open up that can of worms right here. Let me pop that, pop well, that can I, of worms I, Listen, right I'm not the only one that's asking this, and I'll, I'll take one for the community. That's fine. But the community's been asking this, too. Now, for me, it's not that big a deal. Um, like... We have real little kids that sometimes come over to play it. But everybody's been playing the Legends Pinball. Um, but there's guys out there that can't afford the Legends Pinball, and they just have a toy shock. So they want that updated board, and I understand the way shipping is right now. But you're still getting new stock of toy shocks. So where's the boards? Just asking. Yeah. Just asking. Asking for a friend. Because if that new stock has the board in it, I mean, that you know shows that they're manufacturing the board at least. So. You yeah. hope that there'd be something set aside for those consumers. Ah, it's, it's like the cable company. We got a great deal for our new customers. But the old That's, customers? You yeah. don't get it. No, 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 Man, no. Man, cable companies and that offer. Oh, that oh, is the worst. Okay, so P-Dubs, P-Dubs is saying they made – okay, so 
they made an announcement last week. The boards are coming in May. Where did they make the announcement? Because if I didn't see it. So that's something that should be pinned to the top of the group. And I'll, I'll admit, I unfollowed the group. First because of I don't all, want to be I'm spammed. right here. I don't know who that is. He's an imposter. I am right here. But okay, we went from we went from back we went from September to November, then we went from November to January, and now we're looking at May for these boards. And I get it, we're in a pandemic. I do get it. But if you're able to continue shipping stock, why aren't the boards available? And I thought the boards were manufactured in Texas. Could be wrong on that, but that's where I thought they were coming that explains from. Explains it. It's like fifty thousand dollars to run the electronics for a day. <laughs> <laughs> coming from texas but uh p-dub says they pinned it on the top of their facebook page okay so if they did it last week uh then okay i missed it that's my fault um but again when you keep pushing it back and you keep saying oh it's gonna be this time oh it's gonna be this time you know people are i see toy shocks going up for sale almost every other day and that's the reality of it it's it's I want to love the machine. I do. But after playing the Legends, it's... Well, I mean, oh, it's yeah, kind of that, apples that to apples shock, comparison. Yeah. The Toy Shock, your kid's supposed to love it. You're not supposed yeah. to love it. You're loving it yeah. because you wanted pinball. But it's not really designed yeah. for you. That's right. It, it's the introduction to virtual pinball for you know beginners. And then everything else gets more advanced, has more bells and whistles, and obviously the price goes up. But, you know, different strokes, different folks. Somebody, that's A-OK -okay for them. Other people, they're said, ah, oh, this is a piece of crap. You know, it just depends on what you expect and what you want from a machine. Yep. So they all want to know, they want to know why you're, Glenn, you are not in the Tech Buzz Gaming Discord uh, community that we've got. Yeah, we've got, dude. We have. I'm the last to find everything out between you two. You tell me nothing. Listen, Camo's one of our moderators in there. We've got Shotgun Sean in there. We've got a Retro Buzz channel. We've got a General Tech Buzz channel. We've got a Hangout channel, a Help channel, a Tech Support. You know, Meatball Saucy's in there a lot, helping these guys in the hang in the Tech Support. So if you guys are in to the V Pin stuff, like we're talking about modding the stuff, he's been in there helping guys mod their V Pins. Uh, we've I'm gonna got. I'm going to be honest. I, I've had a Discord. Dude, you need to get in it. Four years. I haven't been in there once. I have a Discord. Glenn's Retro Show. It's been there. There's I haven't a, been there. Listen, there's a gaming <laughs> gaming picks. If you guys want to show your gaming setups, there's a channel for that. There's a pinball channel that they had me just open. So these guys are in there talking pinball. I mean, All right, fine. I'll, a lot I'll, of stuff, I'll Glenn. There. Come on, man. I'll get in there. I'll get in so there. You, I'll, I'll, take, I'll take Discord out on a date, and I'll get right in there. <laughs> <laughs> so... Either way, that's what's going on uh, on that. So I appreciate it. So <laughs> it's Jeff Rainwater. It's Jeff Rainwater. No respect for Glenn. You tell him nothing. Team Glenn. Hashtag Team Glenn. They don't. They don't. All week, they conspire. They both do it all week. And then I come on the show, and I'll go, with, you know, hear about this? Like, what you, no, what are you talking about? Surprise. Like, what are we on, episode 61 now? Last time I looked, we were on episode three. What happened? <laughs> uh you slept you're still then. ranting about kathleen kennedy yeah it, oh don't get me started on her man third oh, episode boy. never ended oh boy <laughs> kathleen kennedy man she's gotta go gotta go well either way guys uh there's 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 a great opportunity to get in there i i'm not always communicating but i'm always reading it because i'm like at work uh but i sometimes i'll jump in while i'm at work if i'm not having a super busy day so it's great to get in there, but I, I want to say thank you to everybody that's been in there. Like I said, the guys like Meatball Saucy, Shotgun Sean, uh, with Camo in there. These guys have been kind of running it, inviting people, getting everybody in there. It, and the best part about it, guys, you ready for this? There's no drama. There hasn't that's been. I'm not in there yet. There hasn't I'm been there any drama in there, and I, I think the guys that? will tell you. On the internet, for sure. This is like, like you go into these groups and everybody's griping and complaining. Don't post this. Don't post that. The only thing we yeah, I think we, you told me it was all my groups. I think you were telling me it was all my groups that were doing not, that. Not, actually. not saying, not saying it's your groups. Um, but I, we, we just say, hey, look, if you want to post your gaming setup, just put it in that channel so people can go through the channel and just look at all your stuff. You want to talk pinball and get into that? Just, just go in the pinball channel. Or if you want to do. Hey, I need help with setting is up my pong, Wait, is there a Pong channel in there? Is there is no, there but if you join, if you join, I'll create one. All right, fair enough. Okay. Fair Special enough. one. I want, a, I want a Magnavox Odyssey and a Pong one. 
No, well, we could create <laughs> some crickets of, in those. Uh, Paul's those asking, he's like, can you do a Discord group for uh, drama? Well, we could do that, but that, you know, that would probably. It's called Facebook. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> if you really want to get some help with some of this stuff, these guys are in there, like tech support stuff. People have been asking me with video, but we want it archived in that area so guys don't have to answer it 50 times about, mm-hmm. like, they cool will. toy, What? what's your they favorite will. pinball table? At least they can go back. And they could see it see in there. The answer. Yeah. And they could see the answer. Wait, wait they got to look. They got to well, look. Or when Meatball, well, like when Meatball Saucy, he'll, he he went through with Shotgun Sean. He went through all the different, uh, you know, process to get uh, virtual pinball working. And I told him, go in that room so then people can read back through and follow it step by step on how to do that stuff. So, you know, it's a really, really uh, good place that these guys have been doing a really good job. So, Does it require uh, 2400 or... Can I go with a 56K flex modem to get into Discord? Probably 56K modem. I think you'll be okay with it. Okay. Uh, How many of those AOL trial discs you got, Glenn? He's oh, using man, them as I coasters. Could, I've got, you should see. You know what? Maybe next year I'll show you. Maybe next time you will see. <laughs> there we go. They're great. You, you put them around your house, and it keeps the government away. They, those beams, they beam towards the house. They flex off. Yep. Well, guys, I think we're just about out of time. Uh, so we're gonna have what? to wrap How this soon? up. I know it's been it's been one heck of a show. We've been it, it, we didn't know if we'd have enough to cover a whole show. I think we were kind of like, uh, what are we gonna do? Because there wasn't really a lot of news, but it was fun catching up with everybody. So let's kind of go through, Mr. Doug, YouTube.com/slash/CoolToy. Mm-hmm. And if you didn't see, he's got a brand new video that he put up about the Technodrome. I believe is the latest yeah, video that I'll be watching. Childhood dream today. come true. So is that the actual the scale size of or of the one that came out in the eighties? No, no, no. I didn't. Yeah, mean, I mean, like... it's, yeah, it, it's it's the it's the original release in all its you know glory. Um, is it to scale? Absolutely not. So if mathematically, if it was to scale, even for the four inch Ninja Turtle figures, it would have to be like seventy five foot tall. Which I don't know what Playmates was thinking. They dropped the ball. I really wish you know I could have had a seventy five foot tall Technodrome if. Hasbro can release a USS <laughs> flag that's seven foot long. The least they could do is release a 75 foot Technodrome. So I'm being told that um, P Dub says he joined the Discord for the hashtag Cool Toy Roms channel. There's no <laughs> channel for that, so don't get excited. We are just beating that joke to death. Aren't we, Lord. though? Aren't uh-huh. we, though? Uh, <laughs> but, anyways, I, I that's what I was wondering because I saw you holding it on there and I just wasn't sure if it was like the original release that. that uh, was it Kenner or LJ? Was it? No, it's Playmates. Playmates, Playmates has okay. The Ninja Turtles license. So yeah, I I got it for Christmas when it first came out in 1990. It was childhood dream come true because we were poor as hell, and I don't know what or how, and I don't want to know how or what my parents did to get me it, but they got me it. Um, I played with it until it literally disintegrated and fell apart. So I, it didn't survive my childhood, but I had many many years of joy. But it's, it's always been, like, the number one, I want this back, I want the box, I want it, you know, complete and great condition or good condition type of thing. And I was able to finally track it down. So, because Doug's in the toys, before we get to Glenn here, I got to show him my latest toy pickup. Ah, there we go. I like so to you be ready, a for, ready for this? Waiting for it, waiting for it, waiting for Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I mean, I, I know nothing about Fortnite. But those are cool. This I mean, is it's this a is freaking the, banana and a tuxedo. This is Agent Peely. This is the guy that I usually am in Fortnite because I I'm almost to level sixty. We've been playing almost every night. We've been having a ball, and guys say that I'm a little out of control. But honestly, it's something I can get my kids, you know, play with my kids and play with people that are, you know, all different platforms, and you know, it, we have a good time. So. I wanted to get this because I, of course, I'm Agent Peely on the game, so I got that. So it is like cool. Like I, I don't know it's anything about cool. Fortnite, but that's a pretty cool action figure. It's a freaking banana and tuxedo, and that's you right. got the white tuxedo, James Bond style. So oh, and it comes with the uh, machine gun. Go down the that hole. The machine gun and the sniper rifle. It comes with. There we go. So you there got we the go. accessories. It, I, I know it's you know they're made by Hasbro, so they got a good you know rotating. Oops, sorry, rotating bookshelf. Uh, so you Very can turn nice. it. So yeah, yeah it's it's a, it's, cool. it is. It's a nice. Yeah. But I'm, I'm not gonna probably because I don't play with the toys and stack them up because otherwise they'll get all dusty. I'm like Glenn, but I'll keep it in the box. I'll keep it. I need in to get bag. some bags. I, what I should have done is put it in the bag just to be funny. They got them free at the supermarkets. Keep telling you, man. 
Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Glenn Planamento, youtube.com slash gplanamento. And he has also been doing a, a, a lot of game streams as of late. He's been going live. I have and been. I've been trying to diversify. That's a new word I learned uh, from somebody, diversify. So I want, I want to do more gameplay. Actually, I'm a little late. I want to do my Fairchild Channel up video last week. Didn't get around to it because at the same time, I got my uh, Ad Games Legends Ultimate pinball that came in, the uh, that pinball, the trackball. I got uh, my trackball for the uh, Golden Tee. I got some things I've been testing around. I'm, and Steven and Doug know that I'm working on this huge 3D printing project that's probably got another 50 hours. I got like 50, 60 hours into printing already. A lot so, of plastic. It looks awesome. Plastic. It looks awesome, though, guys. You, you, it's it worth does. the wait. You definitely you guys are going to love this. it. <laughs> so th that's pretty cool. And I'm actually... I have some a lot. I think I might get more into the retro gaming and 3D printing. Um, having I'm getting very good with the 3D printing, so I think I might be releasing some stuff on Thingiverse for you know retro gaming things. But I, I have another announcement as well. Is you know we are working on all these other products and we're trying to uh, expand the Gren's Retro Show uh, controller family. So some people Empire. In the retro community, Let's Empire, call it what it is. I like Empire. that too. That's, I think yeah. my Darth Vader voice. But uh, some people may know Stefan Berger. Uh, Stefan Berger uh, makes quite a few products out there already. That probably the most famous one in recent memory is the four slash eight way uh, powered gate switcher. And uh, a few minutes before the show, we had, I had a conversation with him and my partners, and we're bringing them on board. So Stephen, uh, Stefan, we're working with us uh, on future uh, Glenn's Retro Show products, and he actually is working on quite a few right now. I can't go into details as of right now. But we really are going to start stepping up products. And once this pandemic is over, uh, we were hoping to be off Amazon and have our own site up and running. So we don't have to go through Amazon and get our product supplies better and out quicker. So that's coming. So thank you, Stefan, for, for accepting the offer. And uh, this is really cool stuff coming for us. I'm, I'm serious. He makes some really good things. So very excited about that. Oh, I'm looking forward to it too, because I've like, like I said, we've we've had the privilege of seeing some of the stuff that you're working on, and uh, you guys want to stay tuned. If you're not subscribed to Glenn, you need to get over there and subscribe because even if they're prototypes, the things that he's coming up with, guys, is going to change uh, the way you're doing Very things. Nice. Yes, yes, it's pretty cool. So, uh, Michael B says, "I need I need that trackball myself. Yeah, I want it too as well for the legends." Uh, t today, Glenn. Yeah. Yeah, and this is where we have people here now. Let me say real quick. Some people have been saying they wanted to have, you know, why is it not the same size? Why is it your smaller trackball? Now, in the Golden T, it is going to be the Golden T size trackball because the way the case is designed, uh, we could do that. But unfortunately, we tried a few things. We couldn't get the larger bolt to work properly uh, in the in the Legends Ultimate. So it's going to be our smaller ball. However, it'll be more accurate it'll roll better it'll be an overall better trackball but unfortunately it will be the smaller ball but if you've seen pictures of it and it really looks really nice and it will light up in there as well so i'm sorry it will not be the ad games legends size but sometimes great things come in small packages that's right that was perfect segue well, guys, I really appreciate everybody tuning in. We're going to let you guys go. 9 o'clock tonight, Super Game Room Dudes should be on. I believe they'll be on. So, guys, make sure uh, you check it out. Hit that subscribe button. Really, really appreciate all that. And I know I haven't done any YouTube videos in a while, and it's just just been going live, doing stuff live. And uh, I just really haven't had anything to really do a video about right now that I want to do. So maybe I'll do it on the Fortnite banana thing. I don't know. There you go. We'll see. Anyways, guys. <laughs> Anyways, guys. Uh, we'll see you guys next week for more of the Retro Buzz. Appreciate everybody tuning in. And, uh, well, until next time, keep it buzzing.